damn good day show. Dr. Jason's in the building. What's up, my brother? How are you? I'm well, man. How we doing? Thanks for making it over. I appreciate you, brother. This is a this is a dope studio. It's fun, right? It's yeah. fun because we were just talking about how you're going to be starting your own podcast yep. soon. And the biggest thing with podcasting that sucks is the setup. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you have to set up randomly for just one episode you have to bring two cameras you have to bring the microphones you have to bring all the cords and then next thing you know if you don't have a crew doing it you're subconsciously thinking about it and now you're not even locked into the podcast so having a place where people can just come sit down butts in seats click go is, is the play you know Love what i mean it, man set it and forget it set it and forget it that's the narrative and uh man i'm so glad you're here you know i I, i'm grateful that anton originally connected us yeah anton's the and uh you know i've had a chance to check out your long history and i mean (laughs) you've made it to the pinnacle of what every cairo wishes they could become i'm blessed man i'm definitely blessed put a lot of work in behind it you did and you grew it from every different angle you grew it from your obviously your massive youtube following congratulations on all of that that's a grind consistently youtube's a different animal yeah long form content is a whole different animal from popping on a instagram video you know totally and for you to continuously do it like time over time i mean it just takes discipline yes discipline my guy is a disciple to a higher purpose i see your videos Mm. when you just get down and just start busting out push-ups and you get (laughs) on that motivational grind have you always been like that i have i have man i uh it's been, it's evolved through different forms. Yeah. Um, I've had different times where I've been more focused on running or, um, you know, weights or calisthenics, different things, but it's really not about the exercise. It's about the discipline and it's about the frequency. And most people just don't get it. You know, you, you have to vibrate higher. When you say vibrate higher, how would you explain that to someone that's never heard that before? Sure. Um, Everything in the universe has a vibration and you go around somebody that you just feel good around. You want to talk to them. You want to, you want to touch them, you know, your shoulder (laughs) rubs theirs and you just feel comfortable, you know, and that's somebody with typically a high vibration. Um, Another way to look at a high vibration state would be you're in a high vibration state, something uh, that something goes against the way you would want it to go. You could label it as a bad event or a tragic event or what have you. And you understand it. You understand that it's not the way you wanted it to go, but it's going. Yeah. And you don't, it doesn't affect you as much. That's when you're in a high vibratory state and low vibration is when you're, you're negative. You maybe don't want to be around someone else or people don't want to be around you. You reach for things that bring your vibration down, whether it be, you know, food, drugs, alcohol, et cetera. And um, again, nothing wrong with those things. We all love to eat and drink and be merry, et cetera, to an extent. Um, But the the truth about vibration is there's, you know, the difference between a high and a low is the state you're in, how you relate to other people, and most importantly, how you relate to yourself. It's interesting because the vibration, you know, some people, they they might either have it or they don't right some people just look at life positively and some people feel like they have that victim mentality and it just weighs them down and constantly telling the universe why me it's always me everything happens to me versus some people that can can just shake it off and move forward it's interesting how food 
and what we do to our bodies impacts that dramatically. You know, I have a long health journey with SIBO and IBS and, you know, I've been to all the doctors and love talking about health and wellness, not because I'm fascinated by it because I was forced to, because health eventually catches up with you. But it's interesting that when your body is flowing, your gut feels good, you're eating the right foods, you're working out, you have a good schedule, you feel good about yourself that you do get, it's like easier to be more vibrant. It's easier to be and have a better frequency. Yeah. Um, most people don't realize that it's the things that we do to ourselves that lower our frequency, lower our vibratory state. And when we're out of alignment, whether it's physically, you know, chiropractically with the spine or energetically, spiritually, uh, when you fracture your spirit and you do things that don't serve you and your greater purpose, um, you, you fracture yourself. And if I take a hundred dollar bill and I rip it in half, it loses value. And if you take a person and you fraction their spirit by consistently making decisions that don't coincide with your higher self, you put yourself in the same position and you're out of alignment. And then energetically that affects, of course, the physical, you cannot separate the energy from the body. I like looking at it that way. So looking at your body as a spirit yeah, and every time you make a, a certain decision, you're essentially asking yourself, are you enabling your, your spirit or are you disabling your spirit? Are Absolutely. You hurting it? Or are you cutting it? Yeah. It's like, I, it's so funny. You know, I'm, I'm very happily married, uh, newer to Miami, you know, been here a couple of years now and, um, you know, just opened up an office in Brickell, right? Congratulations. That's Thanks awesome. man. Yeah. Rejuve in Brickell. Um, you know, if you're ever, if you're watching this, you're ever in Miami, come look us up. We'll, uh, you know, Rejuve we'll, baby. Shout yeah, out. man. Let's come go. on, man. We got to get you dialed. Right. Uh, but we'll be there, you know, we'll, we'll help you get aligned. Um, but, um, you know, people here always talk about how difficult it is to date in Miami, how difficult it is to meet a, a you know, a man or a woman that's good. And I just tell people, you know, that, that's crazy, you know, because I'm happily married. And at the same token, I know that if I wasn't and I was in the market, then, um, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? It's like, you, you just, you have to, at some extent, take responsibility for who you are and what you attract, both good and bad. And the moment you can do that, you start energetically aligning yourself. That makes a lot of sense because people like to play the card, you know, dating's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't find the one. Excuse for fucking everything, man. You know, <laughs> you're on all the apps. Yeah. All these girls are fake. But deep down, it's... Are you in the right place? Uh, and also, like, are you fake? Like, why are you on the app in the first place? I mean, I never, I never experienced the apps because they came out after I was married. Oh, well, that's a game. So I, I didn't, I didn't even changer. know, you know, I, I heard about these and the, yeah. was like, what is that? You know, this and that. Um, and, and I'm not, you know, hating on somebody using an app. It's all good. Right. Um, but, you know, you get what you are. And, and that's a that's not an easy pill for most people to swallow. So you have a great day, you get a raise, something good happens and you go, ah, the, the energy man. And I attracted that. And then somebody rear-ends you and you're like, motherfucker, how could they do that? And wait, wait a minute. Like you just took credit for that raise. And so with my patience, I've always said, I take no credit. I take no blame. And what I mean by that is that most of the problems that people have, they caused to them. I mean, they almost all of them, they caused to themselves. 
And so I can't, if somebody comes to me, if you're my patient and you come in and you go, Dr. J, you're amazing. I don't have headaches anymore. I turn it back around. I go, no, you're amazing. I just work here, man. The body can heal because that's the truth. And that now I'm in alignment with universal principles. The body can heal. You're the best doctor. I just work here, man, right? I'm the technician. But it's the same thing that we have to take responsibility for our lives. Otherwise, you're just never going to reach your potential. And you're really never going to have a true level of happiness. But you'll always, you'll, you'll think you have a level. And then you'll look for vices and escapes and things to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. But you're not truly content. Yeah, and it, it's, it's hard for people to go cold turkey into that mindset you're talking about. I mean, it takes... It can take a long time to develop sure, the, sure. the crystal hardcore discipline that you have and what you're talking about. And it almost might be intimidating to some people yeah. because you are so dialed, you are so disciplined, but it's interesting how, you know, first of all, accountability is everything. I even think about it with my gut. Like there's been so many times, man, where I've just been so sick, stressed out, all the bad things when your gut's not working well. Yeah. It's no fun. And deep down, I, you know, I, I do some stupid shit. Like I eat shit I shouldn't eat and, sure. and I make bad decisions. Yeah. And when I go back to it and I read plant paradox, I'm like, Oh, makes no, sense. It's, it's actually my fault. Yeah. And, but when you know, it's your fault, you can create a plan. And when you're on a plan, it's so much easier to be positive about the future. I think so many people just aren't on a plan. They mm. don't know what the next day is going to bring or two months or six months. Agreed. And it's, and it's, sad thinking about life not knowing what it's going to be in the future you know and it i feel if you if you aren't that one person that rams you in the car like you mentioned it can bring you down versus hey this is a blump in the road you know this is nothing right yeah no i mean look look what's cool for you to say what you just said you have a higher level of consciousness than let's say the average person you're consciously aware hey you know I do splurge. I do eat things that don't serve my body. I've had a tough journey and sometimes I, I eat things that aren't good for me. So I'll digress for a second. And I love pizza, right? I'll, I'll go out. I love Italian food. I'm on a regimen where it's, it's really purpose over pleasure because for so many years I put pleasure in front of purpose. And because you're, you know, you're a lean guy, I'm a lean guy. You probably work out a lot. I work out a lot. You can quote unquote, get away with eating certain foods, so on and so forth. So I'll still go out and have pasta maybe once a week or have some, you know, bread and butter I love, you know, once a week, but, but that's, you know, that's enough. But uh, you have to, at some point, just say to yourself, am I sick and tired of being sick and tired? You know, there's a, there's a famous quote from somebody. It says, uh, I think it's like an ancient philosopher or healer or doctor from, you know, many, many years ago. And it says, um, I think it was Hippocrates, perhaps, before you cure a patient, you must ask them if they're willing to stop what makes them sick. And, you know, you you have to look at that. You cannot outrun a bad diet, but similarly, you cannot outrun a bad conscience. And so if you're not congruent consciously, you're forever, forever playing catch up. Mm. And when you're always playing catch up, you're always behind. And people wonder why they don't go ahead in life. And it does take time for many, many years. You know, if, if you're listening to this and you self-sabotage yourself, I mean, just know I was there for so many years and a lot of people, are like, oh my God, yeah, I do that. But how do you stop? You have to develop a level of conscious congruency. You have to say to yourself, I'm better than this. 
I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then you have to set up systems. And that's ultimately what actually got me into coaching. I coach people all over the world because I was, I've seen hundreds of patients per week in my practice for so many years. I'm on my now sixth practice that I've had. And I sold my last practice in Los Angeles um, and moved to Miami, opened an office. I wasn't sure if I was going to open one. Actually, I was doing concierge care. But because there's so many people that need help, and I never wanted to be confined to the four walls of the office. So I help people to achieve that level of conscious congruency because I know how futile it is to go back and forth, forth and back, always trying to outrun a bad diet, always trying to outrun a bad conscious. Right. And it's really, truly not something that makes people happy like they sell it to themselves that it does. Yeah. You know, saying that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired is the realest statement ever because, I mean, I've made so many excuses with myself throughout all of the years. Just when, when people don't know how it feels to just be so sick, like you can't take a phone call because your anxiety is going through the roof, your cortisol is bumping, you can't be happy because your skin's breaking out, you haven't shit in a week. You're, you're going through all this stuff, like your brain, your gut is your brain. And when people have to go through those experiences, it's what forces us to change. Unfortunately, as humans, we don't change until shit hits the fan. <laughs> we don't change until something goes wrong. It's like our car. We don't check the engine until the engine light goes on. And I have finally got to a point, not out of extreme discipline, but out of just being sick and tired of being sick and tired. I resonate with that so well that I just don't want to feel sick. I want to always be good. I want to always know that, you know, I'm 30 plus now that someone calls me. I'm going to be good next Saturday. Mm. I'm going to be good next Sunday. Mm. I can make plans in the future and I don't know what my stomach's going to feel like. I don't know how my body's going to feel like. And eventually when you know that who you are and you have this renowned feeling of, of wanting to feel good, I feel like it, if that tank is big enough, it'll drown out. Man, I want to go just smash some board tea right now, which is some of the best pasta you'll ever have. It's in the Citadel. Or I want to smash a burger. Or I want to kill that dessert. Or do these things that are not feeding life force into your body. Exactly. You know, and um, that's such a common thing, right? It's like, you know, food is food is a social thing. And it's we use it to as a social thing. And, to, you know, we eat our emotions as well. And. I mean, it, there's nothing like a great burger, you know, Amazing. I mean, yeah, big burger, you know, it's super satiating, but at some point you have to just look in the mirror and say, and this is, you know, my declaration, like I, I still eat burgers, but I pick and choose, you know, and I really strive like once a week on the weekend with the wife or my son, you know, we'll go and we'll have this and that, but it's a really conscious decision where, um, you know, you know when you eat certain foods you feel like shit totally and as you said our brain you know our emotions are in our intestines it's so true in our immune system and so how do you trash your body repetitively if you love yourself and most people you know everything is so like romance these days right on social media and you know hashtag this hashtag that but what is really like self-love, you know? And this is something I learned from my wife, actually, who who is also a coach. Uh, she's, she's kind of on another level. Her thing is perspective, you know? And um, 
I remember I, I used to, you know, eat whatever I wanted to all the time and kind of with that attitude of like, yeah, yeah, you know, like I'm still lean, whatever. And, um, and I would notice certain foods would like take my focus, drain my energy, this and that, or affect the digestion, but I would just say, like, I'll run it off, you know? And, um, one day I was having a donut and she looks at me and she's like, oh, you couldn't pay me to eat that. How do you even like that? And I joked with her, I'm like fried dough with sugar on it. Like what's not to like, you know? I mean, my first love. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like donuts were, I remember back in the day, right? It was like, oh my God, you know, these are legal like this. Yeah. And, um, and, but it, you know, it took time. Like you mentioned, it took time. But got to a point where it was like, well, wait a minute. I, I do love myself, you know? And it doesn't mean never have a donut, right? You, you, life is to be enjoyed. But if you're not where you want to be, the first thing you got to do is stop the habits that lock you down and bring you back and hold you where you're at. So what about for the most standard process when someone goes on to some sort of diet and, and diet's a terrible word because diet's temporary versus like a lifestyle change. Nutrition. Yeah. Is yeah. that they'll go on a plan and you know, they'll start making a few recipes. They'll do one day, two day, and then they just like get so hungry. They get so overwhelmed. Life hits them. They don't know what to do. And then yeah. they, detract and they go in yeah it's like well it's a it, we were talking here about your podcast studio and it's kind of like you know you've got a podcast studio and i'm in the process of setting one up so how stupid of it of me would it be if i'm setting it up and i run into like a challenge and i'm like oh, i i know you know i know you know my guy who want, has a studio i don't want to call him i don't want to ask him why wouldn't I just text you, call you and be like, Hey bud, like, can you help me out? Like, you know, so that's what, that's what professionals are for. That's what coaches are for the internet. I mean, resources. See, nobody wants to be seen starting at the bottom. Yeah. But you have to ask questions. Well, and everyone that ever tried anything first sucks. Absolutely. And if you're so many people also get into one industry yeah. and you know, they're killing it 10 years in they have stable money their hearts somewhere else but they don't they won't make the jump into something new because oh, i see that all the, the time. fear of starting at the beginning i see that all the time i uh i frequently see that in my office where i have professionals come in and they're very successful and they're having these issues and as we're adjusting them we're talking to them about their body and then the alignment and their, why does this keep happening or why do you think it keeps happening and you know oh i'm stressed because of this deadline oh that's interesting you know and pretty soon they're going, Oh my God, I hate my career choice. And I go, well, why don't you change? You know, Jim Rohn said, you're not a tree move. Yeah. You're not a tree. Yeah. And, um, you know, people make decisions. So, and this goes back to frequency is that, and to food and to diet and to decisions and that people make, when you make a decision from a low energy state, it's not going to be a good decision. Yeah. I mean, think it's like nothing good ever happens after midnight. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. You, you know, when, when do most fights happen, you know, in the street, at, at a bar, at a club, late at night, alcohol involved, low vibratory state, right? I mean, think about it. Yeah. And fighting know? is one of the silliest things you can do. Literally. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's certain situations where if you can't say no, that's a different thing, but sure. Self-defense fighting as an adult with responsibilities is the most insane thing you well, could possibly want to do. Some people just don't care about their life. Yeah. Which is another reason why you should never even pick a fight. Cause you don't know who that person is. Agreed. Who doesn't care about their life. Agreed. You know, 
Especially so, in Florida here. <laughs> yeah, a lot of scrappy people in Florida. Um, I think it's self-defense is important, but I agree. It's, it's Again, it's that lower energy state. Yeah, yeah and it also has to do a lot with... Uh, surrounding yourself with this community you know that's what the damn good day vibe podcast is all about you know it's interesting you know one of my best friend he actually just moved to fort lauderdale uh, mike parzak so he's he's a chiropractor cool and i've gotten to know a lot of chiropractors and i got to say chiros are i've loved chiros oh that's awesome they're man. like um and this isn't to put down like a severe label but they're like the doctors of frat guys around the world like they can have a good time but they know what they're doing and health and wellness is the foundation of it and you know my Cairo friends are interesting because i think that today functional medicine is becoming so popular mm -hmm. right when you look at like western versus eastern western's great when you need a surgery but it, the pharmaceutical companies supplying us with drugs that are treating issues that are actually making us sick and going back and forth I love what chiropractors do because like what you're talking about, it's so much more than just the cracking of the back. It's that's the stuff that gets the views. That's the stuff that turns the tables, but it's the mental work you're talking about. It's the alignment work. It's the energy. It's the spiritual. It's the full body nutrition. I mean, what you do for people is so much more than just aligning them physically. It's mentally, it's spiritually. And I feel that our generation in this world now, because there's enough studies, things like the plant paradox, it's becoming apparent that things like lentils aren't good for us. You know, yeah, Gundry indeed. hits that home. Oh, Gundry's the homie, man. He's yeah, he's dialed in. Um, you know, you're right. And, and going back for a second to what you were saying, because I realized we kind of skimmed over that, um, like about diet and nutrition. <clears throat> You, you really have to have that deeper reason why it was like I met my wife and she's Brazilian and I go that'd be cool to learn Portuguese and I buy Rosetta Stone and like a year goes by and I know like the same like two sentences and then she's pregnant and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna have a Brazilian you know half Brazilian child and I love going to Brazil and I like really need to learn this language so that I can communicate with my wife's family so my the importance went up and the word importance means to import something into your mind right so if something has a low importance you're like ah you know versus if it has a higher importance and when i realized that i made it a part of my daily routine and i started setting a time i'm going to do an hour a day and i started incorporating it and so anything you value you do daily and if you don't measure something you can't change it and so you, to answer your question about what you know what about when people go on diets and they feel like crap and they lose their energy and they're all over the place they're not tracking their macros they're not you know they're not dialed in basically and they need help and so you know people reach out to me all the time and you know we help them get dialed in because you know I'm 40 and I'm in the best shape of my life you know I, I could like yeah, you man got, you got I, a Leonidas look to you <laughs> I mean, look, again, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I got sick and tired of being like decent, you know, and everyone, you, you can never look at yourself through other people's eyes. People would always look at me like, oh, you're so lean. You're so strong. You're so, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Like that's what you think because you're overweight. You know, yeah. like yeah. I have my own standards, you know, and, and again, it's that it's the vibe attracts the tribe. It's your circle, et cetera. And ultimately it's your values <clears throat> and your decisions that shape really your destiny. Right? Yeah. 
That's interesting because I was learning Spanish for a little while, and uh, I love Colombia. I love Medellin. Mm. I think you know Latinas are white men's kryptonite, <laughs> and deep down, I just really wanted to learn Spanish. That's and, awesome. And uh, I always beat around the bush for a while, but then started taking actual lessons twice a week, and sure. it was insane how much better my Spanish exactly. got. You know, I became better at it. it it yeah. becomes second nature, hundred percent. But you just have to put that importance on it, and things that are important get done. Exactly. It's like when your girl hits you up and she needs something, all of a sudden that goes to a higher priority sometimes than a lot of things because it's important to you. I just had a patient today that we did his re-exam in my office. We do corrective chiropractic care, chiropractic biophysics. We take a pre and a post X-ray. We compare them. We did his reval today. Overall, he did really well. There was an area that I was like, eh, I wasn't as happy with the progress there, but overall he did really well. And just so happens he comes in, he's consistent, he shows up, he listens, he does the work. And it's the same with any discipline, right? Yeah. It's the same with any discipline. You got to show up, you got to do the work, but you have to make sure you're not consistently sabotaging yourself. And if you're sabotaging yourself and consistently choosing pleasure over purpose, Pleasure is what people choose when they lack purpose. And it doesn't mean like starve yourself of pleasure and never have pleasure. No, man, like enjoy life, you know? But there are other things that can give us pleasure besides the things that we grew up doing, like drinking, yeah. smoking, eating sugar. Yeah. Like there's different things that we can do to get us pleasure. And that's a really tough jump. It is a tough jump. I remember, you know, yeah, many times thinking like, oh, if I don't, drink like i'm not gonna feel like dancing or i'm not gonna you know right. i'm not gonna feel like moving i'm not gonna have my mojo yeah yeah exactly and then you just have to look in the mirror at what a bitch you're being like think about that because i did that for years i was like yeah I, i'm not like you know i used to go to raves back in the day like and, and you know my wife loves to dance and you know I, dancing's not super important to me you know I, i'm focused on a lot of other things but i would be like you know i got a drink i have a drink yeah. And then one day I just looked in the mirror and I go, what the fuck? <laughs> you little bitch. Yeah. I go, stop it. It's like the liquid confidence to go. Liquid courage. Girls, yeah. You know? It's, it's, um, I mean, that's, we all know that's not real courage. That's not real confidence. You need, you need something, you know, you need, uh, you need something to be strong. Well, well, what does that tell you? Yeah. I'm on the liquid courage perspective. I created a game with my friends when I was younger. And we just called it the game. And most guys have like different variations of the game, but the game went like this. The idea is to get yourself out of your comfort zone to talk to girls. Mm. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like door to door sales is one of the hardest things to ever do to knock on a door and try to sell something. It's like so scary because it's a stranger. You don't know what's going on. You're, you're intrusive. It's, like so far, I never found that scary, to be honest. It's, it's worse. Than, well, that, I, yeah. maybe that's a deep I, down. I'm, I'm different. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to people. So so for a lot of people have social anxiety to go say hi to a girl or say hi to a boy. So what I would do is with my friends is any time there was like a cute group of girls um, that I, you know, I think we should be talking to. I could say like, Jason, you have to go introduce yourself right now. And if you didn't just drop everything you were doing and walk over there and introduce yourself, you'd have to buy everyone around a drinks uh -huh. and then everyone would come in 30 seconds later and like bring, give them, give them support. Yeah. Yeah. But you do that enough times. So you realize that it's just like sales. It's just, it's, it's not personal. It's just people meeting people and yeah. it's all good. And over time, that simple exercise extended outside of trying to pick up girls into meeting cool people just yeah. anywhere I am. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
oh, and, and, and this is an interesting subject. You know how certain people respond to you and you take it personal? That's a big lesson in life is to learn to not take things personally all the time. Because a lot of the times people are just reflecting their own emotions. That's why all, all TV of the shows time. are so successful. All of the time. Not a, a lot of the time. All of the time. Yeah. Think about it. You see, you can only, you know, you, you see everybody through your lens. So, so to speak to your point for a second, you know, and, and that's a cool game. I mean, that's definitely something I would have enjoyed, you know, because <laughs> it, it forces you out of your comfort zone. Right. But, but if you ascend to another level and you, you see, the problem is people don't have self-worth. So you, you're, and, and I'm not knocking your game because it actually does sound fun, right? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, could, I could see my, no, no, I totally. could see myself literally doing that when I was younger and yeah, yeah, you get over there and you know, that totally cool. But now, you know, we're on, a, we're on another level. Another level. Right? So if I'm living a life where let's say I'm going to my job or my business <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm a successful chiropractor or, you know, whatever it is, right, that you do. But when I get home, I overeat, I drink too much, I miss my evening workout or whatever, whatever it yeah. is. I say I'm going to study my Spanish or my Portuguese, but I really don't because I'm tired because I'm stressed because I had a long day because I drank too much or ate too much last night. I miss my workout. If I'm consistently missing the steps, my self-worth and value goes down. So now I'm subconsciously telling myself that I'm not actually as reliable as I think I am. So now I'm, I may have money, which is money is from other worth. Other worth is when you provide a value or service, an idea, a product, and you're able to generate money. But if you have no self-worth, you won't hold on to the money. So people that have other worth, they're able to generate money, but they're not able to hold on to it. And some people have a lot of self-worth, but they don't have other worth. They don't have any money, but they have a lot of self-worth. But in your situation, you're in a bar, you're in a club, whatever, and you're like, oh, I don't want to go talk to that woman. Well, I know my value and I know what I bring to the table. So I don't mind talking to her, but to be honest, I'm also good just chilling. Right. And anything you need or you chase evades you. And so if you can energetically walk over to that woman or man or whomever, right? And you don't need them because you have a high level of self-worth because the, it's the work and the discipline build the worth. This is what people don't get. Everyone has it all fucking backwards. The work and the discipline build the worth. You have the self-worth and you meet the person and you're like, hey, what's, what's cracking? What's going on? You just strike a casual conversation because you're not desperate. Oh my God, what if they pick me? What if they don't? Just be a friend. Yeah. How's it going? My wife and I talk about this regularly. Like we joke about it that like, you know, we'll be in the grocery store and, and I, I mean, my wife is like drop dead gorgeous. She's fucking beautiful. Great woman. And she'll be like, you know, I don't know, getting some mangoes or something. We're in the produce and like some guy will come up and be like, Oh, excuse me, miss. Like totally polite. Right. And I'm like over there, like I'm usually on my phone. I'm always answering messages, people, you know, clients and stuff. And, and I'm like, I see out of the corner of my eye and this guy's like, how do you tell if a man goes right? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's a legitimate question. Like, I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm not worried. My wife's running off with the mango dude, you know, 
Mango <laughs> dude in Florida. You got to be careful. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> I mean, look, the other, it's funny because uh, I remember this happened a couple weeks back, but like the week prior I was in Whole Foods and this dude who was like, had to have been like 18 sees me picking up avocados and he looks at me and he's like, dude, how do you know if they're ripe? And I was like, oh, little bro, come on over, man. Like, let me show you because I, I remember there was a time when I would have not known how to pick a ripe avocado. And I was like, this one's good like in three days. This one's good like today. You know, this is what do you want it for? You know, guac just to eat it. Right. And uh, and so I was just watching this guy like talk to my wife and I just laughed. And, you know, and then I think he saw me there and, you know, uh, and I didn't say anything. You know, there's he's just asking a question. It's all good. Um, but my point is, is that we joke about how easy it is to meet people so easy man if your energy is in the right place yeah it's so true yeah man it's great too and and the fact that you didn't do that is another reason why you are so attractive to your wife yeah yeah exactly like again anything you chase evade i mean you you should chase your wife and what have you but yeah but um people when you build the self-worth my man it's like everything is there right in front of you And, and so for someone watching this right like you know money's a big thing right for people and and uh but even if money and relationships, right? Those yeah. are like the things usually. But you attract what you are. So if you're of value in principle, you're rare. You're a luxury. What is a luxury, right? Luxury is scarcity. Craftsmanship. If you're overweight... You know, you're, you're a guy with a big beer belly. That, there's no craftsmanship there. Hey, right. you, you provide for your family. You take care of them. Right on. God bless you. Right? But you're a single dude. Ah, oh, there's no good woman. Look at you. You know, one of the best examples of that, of the self-worth, has to do with, with cheating, right? I've, I've never been the type to do it just because the deep down, if, if you're the type of guy that gets into a relationship, and then you cheat and you move that a little bit closer, actually. Thank you. And then and you end up deciding to cheat on your significant other, or your girlfriend. People don't understand that that's not cheating on them. It's cheating on yourself. One hundred percent. Anything we do to others, we actually do to ourselves. And that's like a hard pill to swallow because I, I love this thing by Ermosi. You know how he went viral? He's like, mm. you don't need to make your bed to get rich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. used to go back. You have to do this huge morning routine. But making your bed is not a value of, of trying to get rich. It's a value of self-worth. Cleaning up your house, having a clean space, it's a self-worth. Discipline. You know, it's just like waking up and feeling and doing certain things where you can look in the mirror and feel good. I mean, it's, it's, I'm a work in progress with it. I've gotten way better over Me the too. years. You know? you know, we all are, man. That's the beauty. But I love what you said because anything we do to others truly we really do to ourselves and you know you can have anything you want but you just have to align yourself with it and you know that doesn't mean sit there and meditate for three hours and lie in the line you know yeah 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 that's fun sometimes law of attraction without action is not Uh, (laughs) gratitude is action right it really is gratitude's huge man oh don't you love people when you hang out with them they could give two shits if you're on a yacht or on a canoe i do those are the boys those are the fam you know those are Mm. 
people that see you as people, like if you were to lose all your money today and like you just did this brain exercise, like who would still want you around? And that's exactly why I fell in love with my wife. I was broke as a joke. I, I knew there was no question that she was not interested in me for my money because I had none. <laughs> and I just go, wow, this is this this woman loves me. And uh, we used to have this joke. A couple of doc friends of mine is that when we were building our business before social media, stuff like that, we would do like spinal screening. So you go set up at like a store, a flea market or something with your little spine or, you you know, you offer this or that or you know, talk to people. Right. Yeah. And, um, it's not, you know, the most fun thing to do. It's, it's actually great to talk to people like we were talking about, get out of your comfort zone, but it's, you know, you're standing at a mall on a Saturday while everyone else is shopping and you're there like, Hey, like <laughs> I'm the chiropractor. And, um, funny enough, I was actually really good at it. I would go out for the weekend, stand at a store at a mall, you know, sign up like 30 new patients to come in for the next week. I was busy. It's like, okay, wow, this works. But uh, we had this joke that when we started dating, that when the girl would go, hey, you know, what are you doing this weekend? And you'd go, oh, I'm, I'm doing this spinal screening. You know, do you want to come? And uh, I would love to, but I got something else. And we know that like the girl would be a good girl when she goes, yeah, yeah, I'll come and help you. And sure enough, when I met my wife, I go, she goes, what are you doing Sunday? I go, well, I'm going to the flea market. You know, we go at 6 a.m. We park one of our cars there and then we go get breakfast and then we come back because we have a spot. She goes, yeah, I'll go with you. We're going to hand out free information. She goes, yeah, I speak Spanish. I'll help, you know. I go, all right, cool. That's a rider. Ride or die, man. Yeah. Ride or die, man. That's it. That's cool. It's like, yeah, it's like, a, it's not a test, but it's a test. You That's know, it's absolutely a, test a fucking test. Bro. <laughs> test of values. It's 100% a test. A thousand percent. Yeah. So you, you want somebody that's going to ride with you, you know, even if the wheels fall off. Yeah. I love the word nurturing. I think like that's really huge and just uh, another human, a significant other, someone that's nurturing. Yeah. You know, because it's like yeah, deep down, we're all just babies and we all just want to. I mean, look, people, people always look for somebody that's the same as them, but you actually, you really don't want someone that's the same as you. You want someone that has the same values, but if you have two entrepreneurs or two people that are the same, you'll drive each other fucking crazy. And you'll either just, you know, fizzle out and, and die because you're just clashing too much alike, or you'll have kids that express what you repress. So if you're two high powered entrepreneurs, you'll end up having a kid that's like a socialite and doesn't want to work. Yeah. Or like, that's interesting. you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just genetics, man. It's, it's literally the, the way it works. Well, I think a lot of that going back to the foundation of relationships, why it's tough. I mean, I think that's the answer right there. So you're looking for the wrong things. Yeah, and people look for the wrong things because they aren't even clear on who they are. And people are so clouded. See, the clouds of emotion block the clarity of the heart. And people are so clouded because they're constantly making decisions that don't align with who they really are. And people don't want to look in the mirror because sometimes it's painful. But pain is how you grow and change and again it's just this cycle that people keep repeating and they're so unhappy with their life and when you start clearing out the clouds and your heart starts to you know your heart has all the answers 
Yeah. You never need to worry about where to go or what to do next. There's a woman I always see on Instagram. She's mm. very viral. She's mm. always talking. She's beautiful. And she mm. talks about relationships. And she was saying that so many people have been in these like hurtful relationships where they've been, you know, all sorts of badness going on there. And basically that's what they're comfortable with because that's all they know. And then yeah. when they do meet someone good, they almost push it away because it's not what they want. I mean, there's like some deep Yeah, not, not what they want, but also they're not, they don't know how to handle it because that's they're, they're, yeah, that's yeah they're, said. they're exactly, they're, they're, um, people are constantly kind of like replaying and working out their emotions and you have to have somebody that's nurturing that can understand you and accept you with your shit yeah. and help you to grow through it. Yeah, totally. What has been for you, like mm. in your career of developing, I'm just going to go like the Leonidas of Kairos, like what what has been one of the toughest barriers for you to overcome? And it could be emotionally, uh, physically, it could be disciplinedly. But what do you think has been tough for you? Because it seems like you're really dialed, your discipline's on point, you you feel like you know who you are you have this really good foundation and clarity it was really quick it took like 15 years only (laughs) (laughs) um there was speaking about the career there was um there was a a moment that things changed for me and i remember i had this glass ceiling and i couldn't get above this level of visits collections etc And um, one day I'm sitting there with this lady in what we call our report of findings, where we go over your x-rays and your findings and make adequate, uh, appropriate recommendations, whether that be inside or outside of the office. And um, I showed this lady and I said, you know, this is what I would do. And she goes, no, I think I'm going to hold off. And I go, okay. And I looked at her x-rays and she really had a problem. It was severe. And I go, but what are you going to do? And she goes, like, I didn't hear her. Like, oh, no, I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to, you know, start, start care. And prior to that or up until that moment, I was always just like, you know, like hoping and praying because it was my business and I wasn't as clear and connected and purpose-driven I mean I was trying to be but certain things hadn't clicked that internal alignment and all of a sudden in that moment you know I realized that it, it didn't even matter if she started care with me or not I'm here to give love and serve out of the abundance of my own heart she has a real problem I'm a doctor I'm diagnosing this issue in her spine you have this issue this is causing your problem you need help whether or not she wants to Get the care with me is irrelevant. Yeah. Right? I'm on her journey. If I'm the right fit, great. If I'm not, great. And I go, what are you going to do? And she goes, I'm not going to, no, no, I'm not going to do anything. I go, no, 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 I heard you, but what are you going to do? You have, I'm looking at her x-rays. You have a big problem. And she goes, huh. And I go, yeah, it doesn't have to be with me. And I let go. And in that moment I let go, from there my practice skyrocketed. I love that. It's the abundance mindset. Absolutely. But you have to become an outward expression of the person that you know you're capable of being. You can't just think it and meditate it and three hour morning routine it, you know? 
Your podcast is gonna be lit. <laughs> you got a lot. Bless, to, you got brother. a lot of words to say. I, love it. <laughs> I got a lot to say, man. I mean, this has been years of discipline. And one thing I found fascinating looking at some of your YouTube videos. I mean, you've had multiple watching, super man. viral videos. Yeah, like, we have some over uh, one over a hundred million, a couple over fifty million. It's I mean, crazy. it's amazing, and a lot of them are with absolutely gorgeous women. And one thing that I like a funny mm-hmm. comment that I always see because you know I always think about like what guys think when they're seeing it. Sure, yeah. Is Doctor Jason so professional, man? How does he? <laughs> do it <laughs> you know um i appreciate that i thank you for uh pointing that out um first of all my practice is my practice i am a doctor i am there to serve not to date my patients second of all my wife is drop dead gorgeous i'm super happy <laughs> so i've never uh I, I my needs are taken care of the third thing is um if I were to be interested in a patient romantically, I, you have to understand, I would lose the opportunity to be their chiropractor. I would lose th- that opportunity. Like this opportunity right now that we're sitting here interacting is, is golden, right? Like there's energy between us. This is life, right? My body's laying here. Your body's laying there with no life in it. That's, that's not, you know, that's not us. It's the sparkle in your eye. And every day is a gift, man. Like in being able to, like I would, I would never trade that opportunity to be their chiropractor, to get the light bulb to turn on in their mind that their body can heal. Like that's worth so much more than like, oh, well, that chick's hot. And it's, be, it's so funny because in LA, we had like all the influencers and all these people and they were all these patients and they know like I'm super happily married. I'm not there for, I'm their chiropractor. I'm not there to hit on them. You know, if they're wearing something crazy, I might turn the other way while I'm adjusting them, you know, sometimes the body parts falling out and this and that. Um, and, and that's that goes back to another thing. I remember my dad said to me, you know, for the young men out there, um, one day I was saying to my dad, see, I, I said, there's no good women out there. I was I had to have been like early 20s. And he looks at me and he goes, if you'd stop doing this every time a woman walks by you'd find a good woman. And I didn't understand it at the time. I mean, what do you mean? You know, how could I not look at a hot woman? Right. And um, what I realized is that I was, it was a self-worth, right? I was, so, I was so worried about what was going on outside of me, I had no attention on the inside of me. And also like what other people would think too. That's so true. I mean, that's the most powerful thing ever. And, and you might be able to kind of link that to dating in L.A. or Miami or any of these things. Because a lot sure. of people may be doing that for an image that they want to create, but not doing an image of what they actually want to manifest. And that's exactly it. And most people are lo- they, they live a life where they're loved by everybody, but they hate themselves. Yeah, people pleasers. They hate themselves and they have massive guilt and shame because they don't live in alignment with their higher self. And guilt and shame are the number one retractors, some of the lowest energy vibratory states that exist that completely prevent you from having a healthy, fulfilling relationship and from earning money. Guilt and shame. Guilt and shame. Two of the biggest reasons people don't make good money 
It's so interesting. I think it all kind of can come down. I think if you think about like any problem in your life, you can almost think that it all yeah. boils down to guilt and shame. It's massive, brother. That's a, when did you think of that? Um, learned, not, not thought of, you know, learned from, you know, many teachers and yeah. many readings and yeah, yeah. Guilt and shame. That'd be a crazy podcast name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be wild, right? Do- guilt and shame with Dr. J. Oh man. Overcoming. Yeah. <laughs> Overcoming. Yeah. I don't know. The other one might be a little more captivating. Yeah. Yeah. But Maybe. it's interesting how I I used to live in Santa Monica, by the way. I was in LA as oh, well, okay. ish area. Um, I used to have people on the podcast that were like huge influencers, like mm. two plus million in people. Yeah, you know, I've done that. Mm. And, uh, you know, one thing I learned a lot about doing that, and another word is called like clout chasing. Like you assume yeah. that someone that has a big following is going to be this great thing to help blow up your podcast. And what I learned really quickly was it couldn't have been farther from the truth. Like mm. when I speak and met celebrities and started talking to people, you never know who you're going to meet. Now, that's not all celebrities. Some celebrities are amazing people, but some people are just uh, the not what you'd expect. Yeah. For and sure. it's interesting because when you start to think about it like that, I think there was like a study, something, something I saw online. It was like studies show that people that are obsessed with celebrities are less intelligent than other people. <laughs> I was like, ain't that the truth? I mean, people are people and you never can judge a book by its cover. You can't assume someone is going to be on your vibe or frequency. And I think that like if you find someone that has good morals, has good excitement and is, is in the same playing field, they're going to be good conversations. They're going to be good people. But you never bat 100%. But I'm happy for you to start the podcast because the podcast is the ultimate life hack. Because the podcast keeps your brain sharp. Mm. We get caught in all these circles where we only talk to like your homie. I talk to Sky all the time. You know, he's always there. I talk to a couple of my best friends. And if I didn't have the podcast, I'd find myself consistently talking to the same people. But the Mm. podcast forces you to meet and listen to new people and get educated on completely different topics. Love That's why that. when we spoke even before this, like, Hey, what do you want to talk about? What are we can talk about? It's like, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's roll. You know, I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to figure Come this on. shit out, you know? And I I'm locked that. in. Like you mentioned, like, you know, you're like, when we're in this state, like before this, I was kind of low. Like I almost like needed a coffee. I was just, but now like that, we're in this, we got the lights on, we're doing this, Dr. J's in the building, like in my house, we're doing a podcast. I mean, it's exhilarating. Yeah, it is, man. The energy's here for sure. You know? I and love it's, it. It's good stuff. And I think that the more we can capture this, the more we can spread it. And I really can't wait to, uh, first of all, see you in practice. Thanks, Got to check out your stuff. Of course. Come By on the way, down. have you ever heard of Nuka? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Nuka. I think Nuka is a great technique for, you know, the people that like it, that uh, either they practice it or they receive it. As with all things, I think um, there's a lot of techniques in chiropractic. And um, I think all of them, because I, I train doctors all over the world to adjust. And I've got an online platform called the chiropracticuniversity.com. The chiropracticuniversity.com. Yes, sir. Where I train doctors and I do seminars. I've done them on different continents, et cetera. And, um, I think a lot of people benefit from all different types of care, but as far as like Nuka goes for me, you know, um, I don't really think it moves the needle for, for my body or for, um, for a lot of the types of cases and care that I give. Yeah. It's so a it's, lot of x-rays needed too. The, the x-rays don't bother me. X-rays are really hyped up in a negative way more so than they should be. There's something called, um, 
hormesis that you should look at if you're not aware of hormesis yeah uh, hormesis is basically Sky, the, can you pull up hormesis it's basically the theory that um anything uh that could be harmful in large doses is actually beneficial in small doses it's the whole theory behind like a cold plunge or a sauna yeah um and you know it goes really deep with radiation and x-rays and and the you know i don't want to get into that whole kind of that's a rabbit hole yeah. right now but it's really not dangerous to take spinal x-rays um but um yeah i mean again if nuca works for you like rock and roll man awesome i'm happy when people are getting chiropractic care but since you asked my opinion it's not for me yeah i like that yeah yeah i have a friend that does nuca and i have another friend that does like more standard yeah um i've found personally you know since you brought it up that chiropractic real specific scientific chiropractic care is a complete dying art and it's crazy that i've been in the profession for you know just shy of 20 years now and um i I'm, i look at myself i was telling my buddy the other day it's like i'm almost becoming like a chiropractic old timer in the sense of like you know, those guys that like the last that, of a dying, breed. yeah, the last of a dying breed that can actually adjust, you know, uh, set a proper bone. Um, there yeah. you go. Hormesis. Hormesis. That'd be a pretty good dog name. This is my homie Hormesis comes <laughs> rolling in. He's a big Belgian Malinois. But, you know, uh, yeah, chiropractic, it's a dying breed. And most chiros, I, I hate to say it, but they're just really terrible at adjusting and they really need to hone that skill. So um, I do. Uh, I practice, you know, traditional chiropractic. Um, I adjust in whatever way suits the patient. Um, but I also practice chiropractic biophysics, which is the science of spinal correction. And it's the only technique in chiropractic that's actually backed by peer-reviewed, randomized clinical trials in upper the upper echelon of medical journals called Q1 journals. Things like, you know, the journal Spine or these sort of things. So there's really no other technique that actually is published in any reputable journal through randomized clinical trials. So, you know, I like things that are scientific based. Yeah, I like things that are we're spiritual beings having a human experience in a very mechanical and physical body. Well said. And one thing I always ask everyone that ever comes on the show, and I'm so curious to think about what you would say is if you could go back in time to maybe when you were 16. Sure. And the current you could talk to the 16 year old you. Oh yeah. And you could have told him, you Great know, question. one, two or three things, something that could have saved you a ton of time, money, heartache, headache. Yeah. And obviously a lot of people say I would have invested in crypto. Nah, um, man. But, but what, what's that something? If you had a moment <clears throat> with the young you, do people would, really say that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck well, cause it's a cop out, you know? Yeah. You want to, it's a tough question. That's a, that's a low vibratory answer, man. Um, I, I, it's obvious for me. Uh, love yourself. I would, I would pull myself aside and go, Jay, and I would probably slap the shit out of myself because the 40-year-old me could manhandle the 25-year-old me. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm blessed when you get dialed in, right? You know, health is a blessing. Energy is a blessing. And I would say, Jay, you got to love yourself. You got to really, really love yourself. And if you love yourself, you wouldn't do things that detract from your value and your worth, you know, whether it's alcohol, drugs, you know, dating around that type of thing, you know, and I, and I would drill that into myself. I, I would be miles, hundreds of thousands of miles ahead of myself today had I had more self-love growing up. And so, you know, really, that's really is my mission is to, you know, teach people how to live a life in alignment 
And part of that is how to love yourself. And that's, that's one of the biggest problems we have today in society. I can't think of a better way to end the podcast. (laughs) Stay tuned, bro. (laughs) Dr. Jason, man, I appreciate you. Likewise, man. Can you remind everyone those two things that you said, your university as well as um, your clinic? Sure. Um, So for chiropractors, the chiropracticuniversity.com, I think it's www. And um, basically it's a program where we're adding new content weekly and teaching docs how to really adjust, how to do real, real rehab. Um, cause a lot of docs talk a big game, but I don't, I don't see, uh, you know, there's, there's a very small percentage of them actually out there doing big things. And, um, my clinic is rejuve. So that's www.rejuve.vip or at my rejuve on Instagram. Uh, but most people just know me by Dr. Jason. You can find me YouTube, Instagram, Dr. Jason at Dr. Jason. And, you know, most people just send me a DM. We'll get you set up and, you know, really just, um, if you're living, the message would be this, if you're living out of alignment, when is now a good time to change? Dr. Jason, everybody, this is the damn good day show. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> hey, it's been, a damn, it's been a damn good day, man. Future. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate you. Let's go.